Hey, and welcome back to The Functional Medicine Woman. I'm your host, Lacey Lane, and today's topic is one that hits really close to home for a lot of women. I deal with these women on a regular basis. And when I say I deal with these women, I love working with these women and we deal with their chronic health issues together. Today, we are talking about seven reasons why women need functional medicine when they have chronic thyroid issues. This was a highly requested episode, and I hope that you get a lot of good nuggets of information and some application out of this. Welcome to Functional Medicine for Women, the podcast that empowers and educates women on their journey toward optimal wellness. I'm your host, Lacey Lane, the Functional Medicine Woman. Women are constantly juggling numerous roles and responsibilities, often putting their own health on the back burner. But here's the truth. You can have better. You're called to more and can live a life free from the limitations of nagging symptoms. And that's where Functional Medicine for Women comes in. Join me each week as we dive deep into the world of functional and fundamental medicine for women, an approach that seeks to uncover the root causes of health issues, reset and balance rhythms, and looks at our bodies from the lens of mind, body, and soul, rather than just a symptoms-based approach. Whether you're dealing with hormone and thyroid imbalances or chronic fatigue, digestive issues, or you just want to gain more energy, this podcast is your go-to resource for evidence-based insights and lifestyle tips. My mission to empower you with the knowledge and tools to make informed decisions about your health. Using a personalized approach to wellness, I want you to open your eyes to the possibility of truly living in optimal wellness. So if you're ready to jump into functional medicine for women, hit that subscribe button and get ready to take action because you are absolutely worth investing in. Okay, before we dive in, to the reasons, I just really quickly want to share with you, if you are dealing with a thyroid issue, I want you to know that you are not alone. I work with women on a regular basis, like I have said before, that deal with thyroid issues. I work with women who work with their regular PCP or whatever their Western medicine doctor's title is, and sometimes it's not even an actual thyroid issue that they're dealing with. And they have gone for years trying to figure out medications, trying to figure out what to do with their primary care or whoever, again, their Western medicine doctor is. And they have not figured out a good solution because Western medicine doctors are not trained the way that functional medicine doctors are trained. And honestly, they just don't know. And a lot of times that ends up being a very hard road for women with chronic thyroid issues. So today we are going to jump in and I want just to use this as a place for you to come and gain some insights and for you to feel like you are not alone because you're not. And I, again, work with women every day like this. And not only do I work with them, and so there's several people out there like me that are here for you, but there's also the women walking through it themselves. And from what I have learned walking through all of this and helping these women navigate these issues in order to get back to optimal functioning levels within their bodies is that they are willing to help each other. And the ones that have already gone before you and gotten help through a functional medicine doctor or practitioner or health coach or whoever they went to in the functional holistic world, 
they are more than willing and they want to come and help you and walk alongside you because they know where you are right now. They have been there, but they also know that there's hope on the other end of that. So I just want to start the episode off saying that I want you to know you're not alone in this. We are going to jump in as we go through today's episode. I want you to think about your own thyroid health. Maybe you face challenges or Maybe you're just curious about how functional medicine can make a true difference. I want you, wherever you are, to get in a place where you can focus. Maybe you need to grab a pen and a piece of paper today. Maybe you need to get your notebook out so you can take notes or grab a cup of coffee before you sit down and really listen and dive into this episode. Whatever that is, whatever you need to do where you can sit down and focus, I want you to get to that place and then let's jump in. So, reason. Number one, that women need functional medicine for their thyroid health is that functional medicine utilizes something called bionutrients. Bionutrients is basically where we're exploring inside of your body. We're looking at your health history, a complete health history. We're looking at your labs. We're looking at your lifestyle factors, and we are going to really go dig in and look through your nutritional imbalances within your body. The first thing that I would say to that is that this really focuses on identifying and correcting the deficiencies in essential nutrients like vitamins, minerals, amino acids, because all of those play a crucial role in your thyroid function. Now, Proper nutrition is truly fundamental for thyroid health. Addressing imbalances lets us ensure that the thyroid has the necessary building blocks to function optimally. I don't know if you've ever heard me say this or not. You might be new to listening to my podcast, so I'm just going to tell you I talk about optimal function and our bodies functioning optimally all the time or properly. I say that sometimes. Because a lot of us and a lot of women with thyroid issues, this is oftentimes the case, they have a, what I would call a deficiency that is causing a miscommunication issue within the communication or food chain, whatever you want to call it, system within their bodies, which is really what connects your entire body and makes it work as a whole. This is the, what I would call the central communication and working point, like your engine that runs your body is your communication system or your food chain of command within the body. So all of these have to be working properly in order for you to have optimal function. Oftentimes women with thyroid issues don't have that. So we want to go in and we want to find where those imbalances lie, and how those can be corrected so that you can have optimal health, so that you can take your body from a state of being unhealthy in miscommunication. If you think about it, okay, I I think about this a lot of times in terms of like our marriage. Me and my husband communicate pretty well, but sometimes we have seasons where we're really busy and we don't do a great job of communicating or We forget to communicate because we're just on the run all the time. Like there are just seasons like that in life. Honestly, December is always a season like that for us in what we do, like what he does for a living and just our lives. 
And so December is a really crazy busy month. And if we are not careful, our communication can get off. And when that happens, we always have to come back and say, okay, I'm sorry, we have miscommunicated here. We got to get back on track. We got to get focused. We got to come back to balance, so to speak, just like we do within your body. We got to get your body back into balance. And then you function much more optimally in our household when me and my husband and my kids even are communicating. When I communicate with my kids in the morning when they're getting ready to get out the door and go to school, it goes much more smooth, smoothly, however you say that. (laughs) It all works much better if I'm communicating with them and telling them what I need them to do. Okay, now you need to go get your backpacks. Now you need to put your lunch in your backpack. Everybody needs to have socks and shoes on. They need those reminders and that communication because they're little to continue to function and get done what they need to get done in the mornings for our mornings to move smoothly. And so the same thing happens within your body. If there was a morning and there has been mornings where I don't communicate as well with them, we're all rushing around, I have somewhere to be too. Or, you know, I have other things on my plate that morning where I don't communicate with my kids. I don't remind them. These are the things that need to happen this morning for you to get out the door to leave. If I don't do that, when we have mornings like that, it's a little more chaotic. It is not functioning optimally. Let's just say that. Everybody's on edge. Nobody's listening to me. Everybody, like, it's just crazy in our house. So those mornings, I have to come back and say, okay, that did not work. What can I do differently tomorrow? And with our bodies, what happens is over time, and that would happen in our family too. If over time, I just let that be our normal morning, we would have absolutely chaotic mornings and our relationships would probably get bad. It would not go good. Over time, what happens, same thing in your body with your communication system, is your body goes into these chronic states of not being able to function the way it was designed to function If we're not giving it what it needs, we're not communicating with it properly in terms of what we're putting in our bodies through bionutrients, then your body is not going to function well. That is very generalized picture of that, but bionutrients are extremely important and can be addressed through functional medicine for your thyroid health. It also, several of you probably already know this because you've been in this world and you know, you've been to several doctor's visits, but your thyroid also influences different hormone production. And that alone can contribute to either good or bad health, have you be a healthy person or an unhealthy person just by that alone. So I just want to say that is a huge, very important thing that functional medicine can address. The second thing, and I actually, I want to go back to this really quick. I want to be really clear on this that bionutrients are also very specific to each person. We could go, you could go, and some of you probably have. I'm guilty of that too in the past. Just going to Target or going to Walmart, going to Publix, going to Amazon, wherever it is that you shop, GNC, I don't care where it is. Going to these places and getting these supplements or these vitamins or even those little mineral droppers If you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. And we don't necessarily know that's actually what our body needs. We are just researching on our own and trying to figure it out. We read a blog post and that's what worked for someone else. And the problem is 
that other person might have a thyroid issue, but that doesn't mean that's where yours stems from if you also have a thyroid issue. The same thing doesn't have to be true for both of you to have a thyroid issue. And so we just have all of these band-aid solutions or ineffective solutions. And something that functional medicine takes into account is that you need a personalized plan to you, to your specific body. And so that is something I love about functional medicine. It takes each person individually and creates a plan for their own personal wellness. Yesterday I was in a class and one of the teachers was talking about a study that was done on a drug that I'm not going to talk about today. I will do an episode on it because it's a huge issue right now and I'm, I can get on my soapbox about it. So I'll try not to and just try and give y'all like facts and figures and things. But we're talking about this drug and basically there was a study done of 17,000 people. And he said at the very end, after we went over everything, that the hard part is we want to make sure our clients and patients know that they are a study of one, but everyone reads that 17,000 and says, I must fit in somewhere there. And the truth of the matter is that you don't always, you could be the 17,000 and first person and your results might be different. That's why we want to look at you individually, find exactly what works for your body, not give you a one-size-fits-all solution. I just want to make sure that we, that you understand functional medicine is very personalized to you and to your body. The second thing is what I call autobiography. It's understanding an individual's health history. This involves a really detailed analysis of a woman's health history, including her genetics, past illnesses, family medical background. And some of you were thinking that sounds just like what I fill out at the doctor's office. Yes, that is what you fill out at a normal doctor's office. The difference is we want to know all that, but then we also want to know what past traumas have you walked through? Have you been going through a stressful situation lately? Um, have you been dealing with chronic stress lately or for the last year or the last couple years? Were you breastfed or bottle fed as a kid? What was your diet like growing up? Did you live off of star crunches and oatmeal cream pies and Kraft macaroni and cheese, little blue box of mac and cheese, right? And McDonald's chicken nuggets. I'm saying that because I definitely had those things as a kid. Star crunches were my favorite thing to come home and eat after school. In fact, I would get in trouble many times for eating more than one because now that I'm a mom, I realize when my parents said those cost money. Yeah, they do cost a lot of money, right? <laughs> I know how much groceries cost now. And I say the same things to my kids. But I, we want to know that in functional medicine. We want to know a full history, not just a medical history. It is a personalized, that's what I would call it, a personalized health history. And it truly helps us to create tailored treatment plans. It recognizes the uniqueness of each person's health journey. Again, you are a study of one. We want to know your body individually. And it truly doing this allows clinicians and health coaches, doctors, practitioners, to address specific issues within your body and environmental factors influencing your thyroid health. And in environmental factors play a huge role as well. But we will get to that later. Number three is that functional medicine utilizes labs. Now, there's all kinds of labs. And within 
the holistic health world, functional medicine health world, some practitioners, doctors, health coaches will use traditional labs like imaging. Well, imaging is actually probably not so much because that's radiation, but some will utilize it. Some will utilize labs like blood work. Oftentimes, though, there is a non-invasive lab like saliva or urine, something of that nature that is utilized because we don't want to do harm to the body, like getting blood work. Now, I will say I like to get my blood work done because I want to really dig in a little deeper. (laughs) And I'm also a functional blood work specialist, so I can attest to that. But I can also attest to the effectiveness of saliva, urine, other things like that, stool testing. All of those can be utilized as well within functional medicine. And whoever your doctor or practitioner or coaches that you decide to work with, they will have their own way of doing this. But all of those labs can be used and are what I would call comprehensive testing most of the time because we don't want to just look at one system in your body. We want to look at your body as a whole. Functional medicine utilizes a comprehensive array of laboratory tests to assess thyroid function including thyroid hormones, antibodies, and other very relevant markers that we look at on a regular basis to see what's going on with your thyroid and in your complete communication system. So conventional lab tests provide what I would call an incomplete picture because they're only looking at one or two things. If you have thyroid issues, you know sometimes you only get TSH back or sometimes you only get T3 back. Sometimes you only get free T4. I'm just here to tell you, number one, TSH is not a thyroid lab. It's a pituitary lab. T3 is not a thyroid lab, although maybe a better picture than a TSH. But T3 is a liver and gut lab. Free T4 is a thyroid lab. That is the only one that I would consider an actual thyroid lab that comes from your thyroid. A lot of times, those are the only ones checked. But in functional medicine, we want to look at all of it. We want to have an accurate picture so that we can help you create and formulate a very targeted wellness plan that is based on your individual needs inside and outside of your body. That includes environmental factors, that includes your lifestyle, that includes your sleep, that includes your nutrition, all of it. And we want to use the labs to help us come up with the right thing for your body. Number four is adapt, adapting to stress. Stress's impact on our thyroid health is huge. We focus on recognizing and managing stress as chronic stress can negatively influence your thyroid function. Now, some people would say this is hogwash, but I think if you look at the studies, it is astounding how much stress plays a part in your thyroid function. Stress management is absolutely crucial for what I would call hormone balance. And chronic uh, stress can disrupt the interplay within your hormones that can lead to thyroid dysfunction. So if we address your stress and support your overall health, then that supports your thyroid health and can help to alleviate some of your thyroid issues. Number five is nutrition. Now, I've already talked about nutrition a little bit because we talked about bionutrients, but now I'm talking about tailoring your diet for thyroid support. This involves designing personalized diet plans 
that address specific nutritional needs for your optimal thyroid function. And nutrition directly impacts thyroid health in terms of not just bionutrients, but we also want to be careful with things like if we're buying non-organic things, that we're washing them well, that we're getting rid of any toxins or anything else that could go in our bodies and affect that. So we want to tailor this to your individual needs so that you get the right nutrients, that you are promoting hormone synthesis, that your metabolic balance is back in order, and we just want to overall support your thyroid. And we can do that through nutrition. Now, does that include bionutrients? Yes, but oftentimes bionutrients come in the way of supplements, minerals, things like that, at least in the beginning, not long-term, hopefully, but at least in the beginning to get your body kind of a jump start. And then we want to use nutrition to continually support that over time. That is something we want to work on as a lifelong lifestyle factor, not necessarily an upfront jump start to help you rebalance your body. Then number six, we have your circadian rhythm. I call this circadian medicine. We want to get your lifestyle into natural rhythms. In other words, we want to focus on synchronizing your daily activities like sleep, eating, things like that with your body's natural circadian rhythms. We want to align your lifestyle with circadian rhythms that support hormone balance and we want to get rid of any disruptions to natural rhythms because those can negatively impact your sleep, your stress levels, and again, ultimately, your thyroid function. If there was one thing that I could tell you today that you could work on that would improve your thyroid function, that would be it, circadian rhythm. I would get your sleep down. I would make sure you have a bedtime routine. If you would like some tips on that, I will go through those at the very end. Actually, let's go through them right now. Circadian medicine. Things that you can do to help you fall asleep at night and get a good night's sleep. Number one is acupressure. There are acupressure mats. I order them for literally all of my clients and I send them to their houses. They have a whole system of how to use them. But basically, you lay on it and there are little acupressure. I don't even know what they're called exactly. They're little points. They're like these little circle things on a mat. You lay it down. You lay on it. I like to stick my feet up in a chair to help with blood flow and then take deep breaths, do some breathing exercises while you're on there, box breathing maybe, a simple one, anything simple that you can just calm your body down. Those acupressure points will help do that and I won't go into the science of that right now. We'll talk about that on a separate episode. But just so you know, you can go on Amazon, find you an acupressure mat. It will help. I use it on a regular basis. I have my clients use it. It is a wonderful tool for helping the body to get in a state of relaxation so that you can then go to sleep and have a good night's sleep. Another thing is something called binaural beats. You can listen to these and again, do some breath work or breathing exercises. This can also help. I always tell people, if you can kill two birds with one stone, do that. So something that many of my clients do is they lay on their mats and they do the breathing exercises, and they listen to binaural beats all at the same time. And this helps them to focus on relaxing their bodies and getting into a state where their body is ready to go to sleep. And not just go to sleep, but have a good night's sleep. 
go through all of the REM cycles like they should properly and really wake up rested. Another thing you can do is take a cold shower at night. Now, there's a lot of cold and hot therapy tools that you can use. The cold shower for two minutes before you get in bed does wonders. I will say it is the most effective thing that I do if I want a good night's sleep is to take a cold shower before I go to bed. And that's only like two minutes in the freezing cold water. You don't have to stand in there forever. Start with 10 seconds, then go to 20, then 30 and work your way up to two-ish minutes and then go get in your bed. I promise you that is my go-to. I have even gone to bed, gotten up out of bed, gotten to get in the shower and then gone and got back in bed because I needed that to get my body into the state that it needed to be to relax and have a good night's sleep. Something else you do, or talking about cold and hot therapy, is a hot Epsom salt bath before you get in bed. That one is one that I know many women with thyroid issues actually utilize prior to even coming to me. And I would say that is a wonderful tool as well. I also like essential oils like valerian or lavender can be helpful. You want to be help you want to be careful with that one though. Some people have allergic reactions to lavender different ones. I know there's different companies. They have different sleep recipes for their essential oil blends. They have different blends. That's the word I was looking for. They have different blends that you can use and they are all sleep remedies. I would say put it on the bottoms of your feet. That is probably the best thing that you can do with those and maybe behind your neck. I I like to put mine down the back of my neck and then I also like to put them on my wrists because I sleep with one of my arms up and so I can always smell it. But you don't have to do that. Or on, on my chest sometimes. There's a Instagram account. It's called Science of Essentials, I believe. I'll put, try and link it in the show notes. But she has all kinds of information on essential oils and would be a definite help if you are wanting to go the essential oil route. Something else you can do is a hot cup of tea before bed, like chamomile or lavender something of that sort, something that is relaxing and calming. Those are all very helpful. And I know all of these things seem like a lot to do. I don't want you to focus on how hard all of them sound. I want you to focus on the fact that you can take one of them and very simply start utilizing it and getting good at using it. And you can turn it into a habit and then add on another one if you need it. But circadian medicine is one of the best things that we use in functional medicine to help get that communication system back in order. Going outside in the morning first thing and getting sunlight for 10 to 15 minutes is also a wonderful tool. That's not a nighttime thing. That's a morning thing. But doing that in the morning will help you sleep better at night. Those are just some quick things that you can go home and work on. And then the last thing, number seven, is exercise and discipline. So in other words, the role of physical activity and consistency in your life. So this really emphasizes the importance of regular physical activity and then maintaining a consistent routine. Exercise plays a role in not only metabolism, but it plays a role in hormone balance and consistency in physical activity coupled with discipline, supports overall health and well-being and can positively influence thyroid function. Something else I would say within that is that exercise, especially strength training where we are building muscle, increases our mitochondrial function 
And if you don't already know, if you haven't heard the saying that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, it is. Mitochondrial function is essential to health and wellness and influences thyroid health, all health, overall well-being. And so I would say exercise is even that much more important than just getting into daily rhythms or having normal physical activity. Obviously, we are made and created for our bodies to be moving, but we also need to be doing strength training. I'm not a physical therapist or a personal trainer or anything like that. I just happen to know that I am a a certified running coach as well. And we talk a lot about that when it comes to running. At what point in a run your body goes into mitochondrial production or boosts your mitochondrial function. But I am friends with several personal trainers. One personal trainer in particular that I work with within my program, she created um, several resources for my clients. And that is something we both believe that strength training is of the utmost importance when we are talking about complete wellness for optimal function. So these functional medicine principles collectively provide a holistic approach to personalized health and wellness management for thyroid issues. And when we address these various factors, they contribute to optimal thyroid health. Now, those all might seem really simple and basic, but when you put those all together, you truly have a powerhouse of a health and wellness plan when we personalize it to you for truly getting your thyroid back into optimal function. All right, that's a wrap on today's episode. I hope that you felt inspired and empowered to explore functional medicine for your own thyroid health. Don't forget, I would love to hear your thoughts on social media. If you would share with us there, or if you want to send an email, I'm more than happy to answer questions. You also can schedule a free consultation at calendly.com backslash Lacey Lane. I would love to hear from you again. Thank you so much for joining me. And I just want to remind you, number one, you're not alone in this. And number two, your health is not a, a sprint. It is a marathon and we can run it together. I will see you in the next episode. I hope you have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you for joining me today on Functional Medicine for Women. I hope you found today's episode empowering and educational. If you're enjoying the content, would you consider subscribing to the podcast to stay updated with the latest episodes? Your support truly means the world to me. And the one thing you can do to help support me is to leave a review so that more incredible women like you who are on a journey to wellness can be empowered to take their health into their own hands. Remember, it's not just about listening. It's about taking action. You are called to more and your health goals are within reach. Start your journey today by visiting thefunctionalmedicinewoman.com and joining the free forever membership to get going. Thank you so much for being a part of this community.